ending one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we buy shit we don't need. Ideas are grateful. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. Reed Davis. Welcome to the Biohacking Secrets Show. Hey, thanks, Anthony. It's been great talking with you. Yeah, I think we're going to have a good one today. We're going to we're going to go real deep on labs and blood work and and how people can you know utilize some of these these screening uh, diagnostic tools to optimize their health and uh, and really shortcut the journey between wherever they're at and optimal performance wherever they want to go, whether that's healing or just taking things to the next level. But before we kind of get into all that, maybe for our listeners who aren't as familiar with your work, you could give us a little bit of your origin story, your 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 background, how you got Great into this. Take. Yeah, I, I love it. You know, I, I was uh, in the 90s uh, riding around on my motorcycle doing conservation. I was an environmental paralegal so saving the planet man air bursts water trees bees and um stopping the frackers really enjoying myself i wasn't a quote-unquote tree hugger but but a conservationist you know uh uh and i was noticing dead stuff and i started wondering about people Mm -hmm. like what's going on what's this environment doing to us you know you see enough dead seals and birds and stuff and you start to think about that and including me, and I was in really good shape, good health, but I, I didn't want anything sneaking up on me. I was getting older back then and uh, still am. All of us all of us are as uh, as young as we'll ever be right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. So, so uh, I was really interested in living a long and healthy life, you know, anti-aging and things. I, again, I was in pretty good shape. And noticing what's going on in the environment made me start thinking about it. So mm. and I actually ended up changing jobs. I went to work at a wellness center in Southern California where everybody coming in seemed to be on the same track, except they did have health problems. So, But they wanted alternatives. We're an alternative wellness center. And I went to work there really very quickly, moved up and, and was the health director and the case manager. Things. The owner, uh, this was an amazing opportunity. She said, uh, hey, I'm just about to go start my diplomat in nutrition program. She, she was a physician getting a diplomat. She said, if you, you can come with me, you can attend all the classes. You'll get your uh, nutritional therapy certificate. And all you have to do is my homework. Uh, we have to do my homework, too, and then you'll, it'll be a good deal. <laughs> that sounds like a fair deal. Good deal or not. But it was she. You know, it, here, the amazing thing is she said I could work with her patients in between my classes. Now, that's what inspired me the most. And when I sat down with these people, this happened really early on, Anthony, they were they were all like frustrated. They're all desperately searching. They'd all been to six, eight or 10 different practitioners and weren't better yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up calling that the cycle of trial and error. But one day I was just out riding my bike and I'm I got the, uh, you know, beautiful scenery i'm riding out in the desert and the mountains like i always do and uh, i started thinking about the people back at the office you know the winds blowing through where my hair is supposed to be really enjoying my freedom and i thought <laughs> man these people have like zero freedom and if you don't have your health you don't have freedom 
And I yeah. and I got kind of pissed. I, I was going like, why would these people let their health, the control over their health into someone else's hands? You know, let that mm-hmm. go. Like, like I just thought it was a ripoff. So I was back at the office, you know, and and uh, telling these people, look, you need to take take control. There's you're 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 going here and you're going there and you're getting you're getting ripped off. All if if everything. And I'd never been to the doctor, so I didn't know what that was like. I'd had a couple sports injuries and a couple dental appointments, you know, but but um, didn't know how bad the medical system was as far as this trial cycle of trial and error goes. So I said, naive as it sounds now. I'm going to be the last person you need to see. I don't know how, but you were going to stop this this BS, you know. Of, of Again, man. One thing I like that. And I spent the next, well, 22 years later, I'm still devoted to finding out the underlying causes and conditions and what people can do on their own to take control of their health. And what it meant back then was I started running lab work. And I, my kind of claim to fame is that I just ran more labs than anybody. You know, I wasn't a physician. So I couldn't diagnose or treat, but I could figure out what was wrong. What are the healing opportunities? And I had some great mentors, some doctors who were running these alternative uh, labs back then. This is not what your doctor runs. You know, all these people have been a physician. A lot of them have been told nothing's wrong with you. And you know what yeah. I'm talking about. The, oh, your blood oh, work looks normal. What does that mean? It's all in your head, which we knew that was baloney, too. They knew something was wrong. I figured just basically gaslighting the patient. Well, just just oh man, I got stories after stories of 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 uh, frustration in some of these folks. I could tell you a couple, but but um, it just led to me running thousands of labs on thousands of people, and for ten years I did that, and I was a really good recruiter. I built the business up to a huge business, and um, this wellness center got well known for getting good results because I was developing a system of investigation. Like, I don't care what your doctor says. We're going to look at this, 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 and this. And that that's a system we call the hidden stressors and dysfunctions, H-I-D-D-E-N, hormone, immune, digestion, detoxification, energy production, and nervous system. I figured no matter who you are, what your problem is, what your history is, if we could look at those things and identify what the healing opportunities are, and put you in the driver's seat, as far as mostly you lived yourself into these problems, you can live yourself out of these problems. In other words, the power lies in the people. And we got amazing results. Just started get, giving them the things to do that were getting them those results. And those things to do, there's another acronym. It's D-R-E-S-S. So you look at the hidden stressors and dysfunctions. You know, you, it's just data analysis. It's not medical diagnosis, just a data. Right. Analysis. Hey, here's where you can improve. And here's the things. D-R-E-S-S stands for diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction, and supplementation. That covers everything that a person can do. Uh, because, and we can talk about anything among all those things you want. H-A-D-D-E-N took me 10 years to develop that, and we've been perfecting it for the last 14 years. So it's been a long time of, of figuring out a system that works. And obviously now I just teach it. You know, I, I don't really take on clients much. Still help my mom. She's 91. She's doing great. My mom's 91. She's been living this for 10 years. She is on her sixth book. 
she's a poetry writer. She goes around from uh, like old folks home to old folks home doing her poetry, her little song and dance thing like that. She sings in the choir still at 91. It's amazing. So, you know, that's incredible. Yeah. Just, I mean, she's one of thousands, you know, have been helped because I started teaching in 08, just realizing that, Hey, I can only help so many people myself. Totally. And then all my all my labs and suppliers were wondering who the hell are you and how do you do this much business? Mm-hmm. And they said you just got to be teaching, Reed. You you got to be teaching. So so now this we've is, deputized uh, three thousand people to do the work. Heck yeah, brother! This is I mean I'm I'm already impressed and and fired up to kind of dig in a little bit. Can we can we just recap real quick? Hidden that acronym. You, you said hormones, uh-huh. immune. Yeah. And it started with most of the women coming in the office or most of the patients were women and mm-hmm. they were 40, 50, you know, they were working, they had uh, older kids, they had their own checkbooks, you know, they could just pay for what, what they wanted themselves. They, they were, um, you know, didn't have to go check uh, too much. They were able to support the labs. They paid for the labs. They paid for my time. And we figured things out, mostly women. So um, hormones were huge. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, of course, that wasn't all they needed. Well, what about their immune system and digestion and detoxification? So HIDD, hormone immune digestion, detoxification. And I worked there for, for a few years. I finally figured out the diet, how to customize a diet for each person. Mm-hmm. And that's where the energy production, the E and the N, comes from energy production and nervous system balance, balancing mm. out the autonomic nervous system. That was the icing on the cake. And then I, I would say the rest is history, but the history isn't complete. You know, we haven't written it all yet. We haven't right. saved the entire planet. No, you know? I mean, this is this is huge because, you know, you've, you've helped pave the way for the next generation of people that are willing to to be in the trenches and help folks and, like, a lot of what we do with our clients is very similar. I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on the internet. But yeah. like you said, if you know what labs to get, if you can get the right diagnostic tools, you're looking at data points. Any two intelligent people putting their heads together can then identify, all right, so here, here's the primary offender. Here are some of the other things that are throwing off your physical and mental performance, maybe putting the, putting the body out of homeostasis. And, and then you have protocols that you can apply in a personalized fashion to bring that individual back into balance. And then when you tell stories like about your mom, right? Like that's what people want. People want to live a long and vibrant life. And like this, this whole idea that we get old and then we're relegated to wheelchairs and, and pain and and sleep issues and cognitive decline. It's like, it's, it's scary for a lot of people, but it's also an option. And the other option is get your stuff dialed in, take control of your health, work with people that can help you shine a light on what is is slowing you down and maybe interfering with uh, your capacity to live, you know, not just a long time, but but have like that health span that accompanies it. Yeah. And, then, and then just constantly optimize, you know, keep bring yeah, the body I, back love, in the I love that. I love what you said about the health span versus lifespan. You know, it's it's quality. Quantity matters. Quantity of years matters. <laughs> but quality, I think, matters more to most people. Um, I, I read a book 20 years ago called The 120-Year Diet by Roy Wolford. Roy Wolford was with um, 
UCLA, and he taught. He, he's a medical doctor teaching nutrition, basically. But um, he was the he was the physician, the nutritionist for the biosphere experiments around the turn of the century. And so his job was to keep people alive in a in basically in a test tube almost. Anyway, he studied. He said you can live to be 120. That's it. You had the perfect diet, perfect exercise, perfect everything. The human should live to be 120. Now, a lot of people say, I wouldn't want to, but it, but it's nice knowing you could. But here's the thing. People, you, you know, get up to about 50 and they start going downhill and then they die at 80. You know, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, the maximum lifespan isn't even 80 years old. Yeah. But it is around, um, you know, 75 to 78 and people think, well, that's great because it used to be only be 40. Longevity was like, oh, if you live to be 45 or 50, you were lucky. Mm-hmm. But there was old people back. I mean, Da Vinci didn't die until he was about 86. And and Leonardo, Leonardo Da Vinci, right? And then other, Copernicus lived to be like 90 or something. So there was old people back then, too. The yeah. reason the average age was so so low was disease and accidents and right. work injuries. I mean, you worked yourself to death back then. And then so you have the average that gets pulled down from infant mortality, you know, death during childbirth and that sort yeah. of thing, like was way higher. So like that throws the averages off and the averages don't tell the whole story. Exactly. If you had six kids, you'd be lucky if half of them made, made adulthood, you know, back right. then. Right. So, so we're just now starting to live to, to where we're supposed to, seventy-five. We're supposed to, you know. Yeah. So it isn't modern medicine that's done all these miracles, um, in my opinion, you know. But I got to tell you about this lady. Uh, what let me know I was on the right track very early on, Anthony. Like twenty years ago, a lady comes in the office. Now, we were wellness. We were chiropractic and acupuncture and nutrition and some modalities and things like that. She was getting chiropractic. She was on about her 10th visit. And I always walked her back to the treatment room. And, and, um, and I could just tell she was down. And she said, I said, what's going on? Hey, uh, it's just this weight. I'm 40 pounds overweight and it's killing me. I'm so frustrated. Mm-hmm. And happy me, like, well, what are we going to do about it? There's Oh, she was mad. There's nothing I could do about it. I'm on this medication for the hives and I've been on it for two years and I've gained 40 pounds. And you're thinking parasites, right? Well, no, I wasn't thinking, I was thinking there was a cause, but the next words out of her mouth were, and you know, Reed, I went to the doctor just yesterday and he told me I have my choice. I can be fat or I can have the hives. And I thought this is crazy, but she, she goes, and so I told him that's depressing. And he said, well, I can write your prescription for antidepressants if you want. Oh. That was his answer. You have, you can yeah. be fat or have the hives. If you like, I'll write <laughs> that's depressing. I'll give you another prescription. I said to her, Susan, I go, why didn't you ever try to find out you, why you get the hives? And her head snapped so hard. I thought she wouldn't need her chiropractic adjustment that day. She just was what 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 do you mean i go well we can run some tests find a way to get that and long story short nine days after we, we we ran some labs got her in the office went over her findings and got her changing some things including diet and within nine days she called her doctor and said i'm not taking this medication anymore and i'm doing two things i haven't done in two years hot showers and working out to a perspiration because even on the meds that gave her the hives. so th- this 
over 20 years ago, I found out that lab work, anyone can run it. You're not diagnosing anything. Mm-hmm. You're just using the data to analyze a person's healing opportunities. There's mm-hmm. no medical. Matter of fact, like I said, doctors weren't running these labs and they, the labs they did run didn't find anything. You're fine. Right. Your blood work looks normal. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, uh, again, so I've been teaching personal trainers and health coaches and nutritionists, and we do have chiropractic and ac- I've even had MDs and DOs and, you know, uh, I'll go through the program. Now, now the doctors are hiring my graduates because they want someone in the office that can do very sophisticated uh, data analysis and health coaching uh, while they take care of the medical stuff. Your medical stuff's never going to go away. You know, we need doctors. If you have a bone sticking out of the arm bleeding, don't call your nutritionist. Put some Windex on it. Yeah, Windex. Yeah, right. <laughs> by shooting victims, you know. Uh, yeah. If you just got off a plane from West Africa and your temperature is 105, mm-hmm. you're going to go get attendant care. So really, we work together. We think we're the perfect complement to what you do need doctors for. And uh, we have a program called Perfect Complement. That's our sort of public-facing program. But, and these uh, are all at, at, at fdntraining.com, right? Yeah, you could find all about it there. Actually, yes, that uh, you could go slash biohacking secrets if you want. Sweet. All right. So fdntraining.com slash biohacking secrets. If it's cool with you, Rita, there's a lot to unpack here, even just just in, in what you just shared. So this book, the, the 120 Year Diet by Roy Wolford. What what did he really share that was like an aha moment for you? He, he and- thought it was all about calorie burning. You know, just the less calories you burn over a lifetime, the longer you can live. What he did is take white rats, you know, lab mm-hmm. rats, and he um, he made him live five years. Now rats don't live more than twenty four months. He had wow. rats living sixty months. Wow! But after that, it didn't matter what he did; they were going to die. And so, and he just did all of his work and equations. I think he's still around. Um, But that book, you know, helped me understand that uh, human longevity is, um, can be very extended. And what he also taught me was that, you know, people get to 40 and they think that's the best, you you know, you're you're doing pretty good. Then they start going down, especially after 50. He said, you should be the exact same health when you're 40 when you're 80 as you are at 40. So imagine now the curve doesn't go up and down like this. It goes, it goes up. It stays flat for 40 years. You should stay the healthy were at 40 well into your eighties. And then, then you're going to go down eventually, you know, um, just telomeres shorten and apoptosis, you know, you've designed cell death that, that turns over cells and it stops recreating at the same level you were at at some point so right. obviously genetics are part of it but they're not the whole thing they're just they, they say you know genetics loads the gun lifestyle epigenetics pulls the trigger so mm-hmm. like i i obviously have pretty good genes but i could screw it up if you know if i didn't live right and people mm-hmm. with poor genes are not as good at genes can step it up and still live very long full like you say very healthy lifestyles. Very Beautiful. Lives. And out of curiosity, like how, how do you feel what you now know about nutrition and particularly nutrition through the lens of longevity? 
right? And health span. How do you feel that that is uh, compatible or incompatible with this, uh, the carnivore diet? You know, there's so many people that, that are now, that are now eating largely meat based diets, you know, autoimmune issues, that sort of thing. And, and I think let's, let's just say for the sake of, of keeping the question concise, we're talking about grass fed, grass fed meats, you know, pastured organic, not the, not the factory farm garbage. What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, fantastic. So in this country, you mentioned meat, you know, beef for the most part, the most consumed, um, the, the, uh, the omega three to six ratio has been bred out of it. So we used mm-hmm. to be able to eat a lot of meat and be fine because the, uh, the essential fatty acids and, and things in the meat, um, were good for us. The, and now it's been bred out. So by, you know, these, these feedlot, uh, cattle that are just eating grain, where the hell else they put in that feed, uh, a whole just, bunch of glyphosate. Yeah. They're not out there ro- roaming the range eating grass. So yep. their 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 makeup is different. Their fat content is different, and you're going to throw your own fat content off. Again, it's this omega three six nine ratio. I don't want to get too much into it, but um, we're you know we probably need to take some omega threes. I take some almost every day, just a little bit mm-hmm. of omega threes, because I'm not always positive what what I'm eating. I try hard to only eat grass fed beef. Um, I also eat fish. I man. I can cook some Scottish salmon like you wouldn't believe it just melts in your mouth and it's so it's so juicy and good, you know, and other fish and things. If so, we got time, if we got time at the end, I may ask you for that recipe. Yeah, well, I can always email you that. And, and you know, I, I do. Um, I find out that I can get filet mignon. You can buy the tails for about ten dollar less a pound than you can buy the actual rounds. They just just go to the butcher and say, give me the tails off the tenderloins. You know, the little little tail part that they can't sell yeah. the steak. And, oh, my God, is that good stuff. Uh, my p- friends and family love the meat I cook, but I tell them, it's not my cooking. It's the quality meat. You yeah. know, you buy good stuff. And it's so, um, but my answer to your question, you know, you raise an issue basically of the paleo diet or ancestral mm-hmm. dieting, which is where that the beef thing comes. Eat just meat because that's what your ancestors ate. We have to know who your ancestors were. That's an important part of it. It's not the only thing you need to know. But, you know, we basically evolved, if you want, uh, over millennia, where we were pretty much in one area. So the geography and the climate of that area would dictate what game and, you know, flora and fauna were available. Mm-hmm. And then what was in the soils, some are much more rich in certain vitamins and minerals in combination things like that, the minerals in the soil. So depending on where you are, um, I do a presentation, for instance, on, I show a picture of this beautiful Eskimo woman. It's an old black and white photo of, and she must've been like a queen or something. I mean, she is a handsome woman, you know, obviously (laughs) radiant, shining, perfectly healthy and stuff, but she never, she, no, we know she never saw a box of Cheerios or Mm -hmm. a piece of toast. But she also never saw mangoes or asparagus or kale or or any of these things. Her diet of, you know, seal organs and blubber and some seaweed and maybe some seasonal um, nuts and seeds or maybe even some fruit or something on a seasonal basis was perfect for her. And what what I found out, um, and this has a lot to do with that E and the the H-I-D-D-E-N, energy production, 
Mm -hmm. make sure cells, because you don't have to teach any cells what their job is. You got to give them the right fuel. That fuel mixture is protein, fat, and carbs in a special ratio for each type of person. So I don't want to get too far out there um, with the technical because it bores people. Um, but the right ratio of protein, fat, and carbs is bred in your bone. It's bred in your bone. You'll be a fast oxidizer. And if you're a real fast oxidizer like that Eskimo lady, like me, maybe you, I'm pretty fast oxidizer. I need protein and fat. As a matter of fact, it mm-hmm. feels me great. I always feel better after that kind of a meal. My energy's good. My uh, satiation is complete. I don't crave anything. And I absolutely um, have a sense of well-being. Food should make you feel good. You should be happy. You should never be grumpy without a good reason. And so, you know, you know if your food's the right fuel mixture by that criteria. Um, and you, and it's born. you're born that way. There are other people. So you for, forget the Eskimo. Let's take the Quechuan Indians of South the, the South America up in the Andes. They mm-hmm. eat mostly corn and potatoes. They have mm-hmm. 400 varieties of potatoes, some big, some small, some red, some brown, some yellow, whatever. They actually consider it their medicine. So the medicine mm-hmm. woman in a Quechuan Indian village would know which potatoes you should eat for which condition you have, things like wow. that. But, that, but they're what they call slow oxidizers. So they, mm-hmm. they can burn the carbohydrates. And uh, obviously the starches and and these other things. So um, they don't do a lot of protein relative to, especially relative to um, like the Cree Indian of Canada. Um, They just eat fish when they eat something besides fish and maybe some elk, you know, some caribou, things like Mm -hmm. steaks and organs and things like that. They all get diabetes. Every one of them. Mm -hmm. I know that because my cousin's a priest up there. I think he got banished to the North Woods. He must have been a bad priest. But he had two Cree Indian villages where his parishes. He did mm-hmm. weddings and funerals, a lot of suicide. And one day I asked him, I said, what? This is 20 years ago. I said, hey, Chris, what? Chris Davis, his name. I said, what do, you, who, what do they do for a medicine man up there? And he goes, well, I'm their medicine man. I'm their priest. I go, no, no, when they're sick, like if they get a cold. He goes, oh, man, they're all at the government clinic all the time because they all have diabetes. They're all grossly obese and overweight. And I'm trying to figure out why. He goes, they quit hunting. They quit fishing 20 years ago, 30 years ago. They eat Tim Horton donuts and, you know, drink a lot of coffee and and, and don't, you know, run around fishing and stuff anymore. Um, There's there's mines up there where the, the mining brought in the junk stores. You know, just just got ruined. And we're seeing this all over the world, like in these blue zones full of, you know, a higher uh, concentration of, of people living to 100 plus. Yeah. Once you start bringing in the the fast food and the garbage and, and you know, they kind of get off of these ancestral diets and start eating processed junk. All of a sudden, they're there's they're no longer a blue zone, you know, or like the numbers yeah. take a nosedive. And um, I, you brought up a great point that I think is worth mentioning like uh, neurosurgeon, Dr. Jack Cruz, who I think was like episode three of uh, the biohacking secret show. He, he really shone a light for me on the importance of, of like your mitochondrial haplotype, you know, basically like what you were saying, where you're from in the world, where your ancestors are from, how that impacts diet along with where you're at now 
in relation to the equator, how much sunlight you get on a daily basis. And if you're in an area that's not getting a ton of sunlight and you're eating a ton of carbs, that your body is not going to process those carbohydrates um, the same way it would if you were closer to the equator, for example. So like we see mm-hmm. these indigenous cultures that were in darker, colder climates, they're eating mostly fats and, and, and proteins, right? From, from like a, a wild, wild animals, essentially. Yeah. And, uh, but then you have other cultures that eat a ton of potatoes and carbohydrates and that, and it usually is accompanied by if they're eating a lot of fruit, they're also usually getting a lot of sunlight as well that helps the, the, the body to process and, and digest, assimilate and absorb those types of, of higher carbohydrate, higher sugar foods. Is, yeah. is, is that something that you you've, observed, you, you've observed? Well, absolutely. If you're if you're above the 39th parallel, which uh, is about New Jersey, United States, mm-hmm. maybe uh, just a little south of New Jersey. If you're above that, you're not getting enough sunlight to create enough vitamin D to do these things. So you get it from you eat more fish and you get your your vitamin D from and another uh, this three, six, nine omega uh, ratios and stuff from the food you eat. So you need the mm-hmm. oilier, uh, heavier, slower burning fuel. And if you did that for a million years, then that would be how you're, you're born that way. That's it's in your bones, as they say, in your blood, in your bones. But it's not good enough to know that anymore. It's just that. So you, you might be able to trace all your ancestors to Siberia and think, well, mm-hmm. I'll eat, you know, uh, mammoth and, and woolly rhinoceroses meat, you know, yeah, or like that, you know. But it's not good enough because here you're in America now and you're subject to all of this contamination and pesticides and herbicides and the rodenticides and you you name it, the chemicals. There's 80,000 chemicals in the environment and there's a lot of intermarriage obviously has happened. So you've got a bunch of other genes in you too. Mm-hmm. And so you, you get um, sensitivities. So you've got to know your sensitivities too. And everyone has some. I've been running... Uh, this mediated release test for over 20 years and never had one come back where there wasn't some sensitivities. And it also tells you about a person. It tells you something. If you have 10 sensitivities, that's one thing. If you have 80, that's a whole different ballgame. Wow. You're really Mm -hmm. a reactive person. You have all this sort of dysfunction in the body. I call that metabolic chaos. That's kind of a term that just occurred to me one day. I might have heard it somewhere, but man, I latched onto it as mine, you know, metabolic chaos. Yeah. And that's my one concern in a person. And, and you know, because I can't diagnose, I'm not a doctor, right? If I could, I'd have one diagnosis, metabolic chaos, ma'am. Because the minute you diagnose something, like medical doctors do that, they diagnose, oh, it's hypothyroid or it's PCOS or it's, a, and the moment you do that, especially with something like thyroid, you're leaving all the other things that are wrong with them off the table. It's like, oh, your problem is hypothyroidism. I, I thought so I, uh, based on your symptoms. So I'll pat myself on the back. I, I, you're hypothyroid, and here's your prescription. We'll just fix it. And you, you might even take the prescription and feel a little bit better. But all the other things that you could do that would bring all these things back naturally, what, what about those things? Who's... Who's mm-hmm. having you do that stuff? That's what we're there for. That's what FDN is mm-hmm. all about. So uh, we don't have a di- we don't diagnose any one thing. We treat every cell in the body. It's a self treatment process, obviously. But 
every cell, every tissue, every organ, every system, the entire organism is affected by what we have people do. Again, we changed their epigenetic program. Now they're living closer to their ancestors with the diet, but they're also getting a good night's sleep, deep sleep. You don't need as much sleep if it's deep enough kind of a thing. You also rest other times in the day. I teach people just how to rest their emotions and mind and things like that. Um, so diet, rest, exercise goes without saying. Um, we talked about being fit and um, being at the, about the right weight. Diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction and supplements are the two S's. And anything that isn't supplements goes under stress reduction, you know, of, of those two. So it's diet, rest, exercise, supplements. What's not covered by those is covered by stress reduction. As a matter of fact, exercise reduces stress. The right diet reduces stress. Good sleep reduces stress. Supplements can help reduce stress. So they all work towards reducing stress. And, and then there's specific things that we can test for. Again, the food sensitivity, you know, the, uh, the parasites, bacteria, fungus, and viruses. You mentioned uh, mm -hmm. parasites. Um, I don't automatically jump to that conclusion anymore because mm -hmm. I couldn't hit enough home runs doing it that way. Right. You get some grounders where it wor works a little bit, you know. And, and, um, but to hit a home run, you've got to cover H-I-D-D-E-N, see what improvements you can make. Now you're looking at a whole constellation of healing opportunities. Hmm. And whereas a physician might look at one of those dots, we look at all of them and connect the dots. And hmm. then tells us about a person. And and um, those test results correlated with someone's life. In other words, people are saying, oh, my God, this is the, now I know what's wrong with me. Why didn't anyone else run these tests? How come you're the only one that works this way? Well, I'm not anymore. You know, there's there's thousands of people working like this. We're training them, and they're learning in other other ways and fashions uh, to to work this way. And then we don't treat one thing. Every cell tissue, we we treat nothing specifically. We treat everything non-specifically. Just right. and non-specific treatment is a well-known consideration. You know, getting a good night's sleep does it treat one thing? No, it treats everything. Right. And same thing yeah. with exercise. It treats everything. The right diet treats everything. What's up, guys? Anthony here. And the reason I wanted to temporarily interrupt this broadcast is because, as you're probably aware, there's a good amount of time, energy, and financial resources that go into having a podcast like this and being able to bring it to you guys for free. And I was thinking about something fun we could do where I really like silver. I really like cash and I want to bring you guys even more value. So what I thought could be fun is only if you've gotten a lot of value from the biohacking secrets show, the biohackers guide to upgraded energy and focus my book, uh, coaching, working one-on-one -on -one with me, or any some some sort of communication or product or service that we have put out, whether free or paid, if it's uplifted your life in a way that you feel exceeds the value exchanged between us, I'd like to invite you to make a donation to P.O. Box 7151 
Deerfield, Illinois, 60015. That's P.O. Box 7151, Deerfield, one word, Illinois, 60015. And then with that donation, whether it's silver from Gainesville coins, you can even buy yourself some and then throw a little bit in, in your package. It could be a cash donation. And along with that, or even independent of that, you don't have to donate. If you're not in a financial position to donate right now, I don't you know, want to take food off your table or anything like that. But the best part of all of this is if you could include a letter about you know, just sharing any part of your story that you'd like to share about how we've had a positive impact on your life. Uh, any question or maybe even, you know, one or two questions that you might have that you'd like my help with, I will then uh, put that silver or cash donation to good use. And I will share, we'll do an episode every once in a while where I share your questions. Uh, they can be anonymous if you guys prefer that. And then I'll give you your answers. And I thought it would be a win-win for everybody. It would allow us to keep doing these episodes for free, allow all of us to feel good about the energy that is exchanged for the value that, that we receive in our lives. And it could be a fun way for me to answer your questions and to add even more value. So if that sounds cool, uh, you can go to GainesvilleCoins.com. That's where I buy silver and gold and, and heavy metals and things like that uh, that are a little bit more let's say inflation resistant and uh, recession and depression resistant, recession, I don't want to say proof, but resistant. And uh, you can go to GainesvilleCoins.com to check those out, or you can just throw some cash in with your letter. Handwritten is preferred. I just think it's a lot more intimate and a lot cooler. And again, that uh, can all be sent to if you feel called, and only if you feel called, to P.O. Box 7151, Deerfield, Illinois, 60015. I actually just, just went for the first time and picked up a bunch of packages today, and I'm super excited to open them on the air with you guys and answer some questions and hear some cool transformational stories and testimonials and stuff like that. So I appreciate you being here. appreciate you being a part of this journey with me. And I got nothing but love for you. Much love for all you guys. And let's get back to the episode. This is beautiful. And, and it's, it's, it's truly holistic and all-encompassing and seeing the body as one integrated system rather than all of these different, uh, different individual parts. You know, it's, it's kind of yeah. getting back to uh, getting away from the mechanistic view the reductionist view fractionation yeah that's the yeah 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 for sure okay so this is this is phenomenal and and in just a second i'm going to want to talk about like which labs and and you know like your top ones and what you found trying to be most helpful um but you know you brought up a lot of really good points and one of the things that i've observed and i'm kind of i'm going to use a little bit of code here because we're trying to avoid any any bots and uh, mm. AI picking up and, and suppressing mm. things. But I've the, the deeper I have dug into, uh, it starts with the letter V and they give a lot of them to babies now. <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's, general, it's, it's generally considered, uh, a, you know, something that's supposed to help our immune system. 
the deeper I've dug on this, the more I have come to realize and believe that those are a huge contributing factor into what you call metabolic chaos. And when you, when, when you give those, those V things to, to babies who who are still developing, you know what I mean? And, and, and some of those babies have have been born through C-section. So they're not Mm -hmm. even, they, they, they weren't even introduced to the same bacteria that they need to colonize their immune system. And then on top of that, you know, they've got all of these different uh, wireless electrical radiation sources that are, are driving their nervous system haywire and affecting the blood brain barrier and allowing these chemicals to get into the brain. I, I, I'm very, very excited because I think more people are becoming aware of this and gravitating away from those um, or taking more of a minimalist approach. And, and I cannot wait to see what is possible for humanity when we get back to more of a place where we're not where we're not indiscriminately uh putting tons of that stuff into our children and ourselves now obviously with the crazy thing that happened in the last couple of years here um people are lining up volunteering yeah. for you know triple dosing and things like that and so um it's it's got to have so much to say or not say but um i, I don't think that that's Put it this way: natural immunity is hard to beat. Now there yeah. are some there are some virulent diseases like like infectious diseases that you can get that being inoculated against would not be a, a horrible thing if that inoculation process didn't include all these side effects. So mm-hmm. you know the the original idea of inoculation is is a good one, but your own immune system, which begins with when you're an infant, um, even inside the womb, but as you're coming out, you mentioned the microbiome, you know, you're, you're protecting yourself. There's nothing that's going to protect you better. The idea of these artificial inoculants doesn't sit we, we right. might want to avoid that I word. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I got you. I don't know. You know, I tend to speak my mind, but, but I understand. Yeah, me too. And, uh, I understand that um, um, we want to do good in the world. And, um, there are those that might, if it goes against what works for them, then you, you can't be friends. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, but we're, okay, so let's, we're on the same page. Yeah, no, I'm with you, brother. Um, so let's, let's talk a little bit about some of these labs that you get. And, sure. you know, for, for people that have like, you know, my journey was I had Lyme disease twice and um, the first time around I was, it was 2011 I, I was on my 12th doctor trying to figure out what the heck was going on with me. And they just kept saying the same thing. You know, there's nothing wrong with you. Maybe it's in your head. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, look, I've lived 28 years on this planet. I know what normal feels like I'm messed up. And, and, you know, they'd have me like, you know, take my shirt off, turn my head and cough. And they'd be like, Oh, you're in better shape than I am. You're fine. Get out of here. You know, well, man. Um, so I understand the frustration of, of someone who's had who's been in that situation, like you talked about, where they're they're seeing multiple doctors and they can't get answers. So for, for people in that position and even for people that are just looking to optimize their physical and mental performance, what do you consider to be the most important labs um, that that we need to be getting? I mentioned H.I.D.D.E.N. So there are mm-hmm. ways with saliva and urine and dried blood spot. The testing we do is mostly at home. So it's run through a direct-to-consumer program. 
you know, I'm not a physician. I don't order lab work like a doctor orders a blood workup or something. This is not the same. This is people taking control themselves and getting the self-testing that, that is available. Matter of fact, even the biggest referencing labs in the world, uh, LabCorp and Quest, now have direct-to-consumer programs. So anyone can get lab work done, work done on themselves these days. And I'm going to answer your question, but I'm going to say that so anyone could do it. And you have, obviously, you could see a doctor to get a medical opinion to see if that doctor sees something there to diagnose. Not mm-hmm. on all these labs, because some of them are research use only. And there is no diagnosis. That you, There's no diagnosis available. It's just data. And we just analyze the data. So it's self-testing. Uh, it's just a data analysis. Some of the labs can't even be used for diagnosis because it's not approved by the insurance companies for that for that usage. So doctors mm-hmm. don't run them generally. And, um, and he, so a person has the right to their own data. Would you agree with that? Does everyone have own their own data? If you go to a doctor and he runs a blood test, who owns that data? The consumer, right? If you get mm-hmm. a, an MRI scan, you deserve a report and even a mm-hmm. disc with the scan itself on it if you want. That's your data. So you have control over the data. Now, if you wanted a second medical opinion, can you go get one of those? Well, heck yeah. You just take, hey, go to another doctor. He gives you a second medical. I want a second opinion. They're usually talking about a Mm -hmm. medical opinion. Now, can you get a non-medical opinion? Absolutely. You can get just a data analysis, no diagnosis. The non-medical analysis, if you will, or interpretation, if you will, is what we provide. There's no diagnosis in it. It's just what's out of balance, what could use improvement, and then we can also tell you what you can do to be in charge to take it and improve it yourself. So we don't write prescriptions. You know, there's no, uh, oh, here's something that will bring those test results up or down. Because the focus, let's say if it's hypothyroid, I love that example. Um, you go in there with all these complaints. I'm tired, of fatigue, I can't lose this weight, my hair is thinning, I got constipation, cold or even numb extremities, things like that. Well, it sounds like thyroid. That's that's a good clinical, you know, cluster of symptoms. So they'd run a thyroid test. Yep, found your problem. Here's your prescription. And future visits start focusing not on how the person is do- what about your complaint? It focuses on the test results, just getting the numbers right. So let's see if we got those numbers right. What you went in there for is forgotten about. You know, the mm-hmm. subsequent visits are for what are your levels, and let's get those where we think they should be. You might feel a little bit better, but as soon as some other complaint comes up well doc you know i still have no libido i can't build muscle in the gym i'm tired still oh well that sounds like testosterone so let's test that yep found your other problem now you're gonna be on two medications that's how that system works so we can't use that system we don't want to use that system we grant a complete license to diagnosing it well actually they have the license we grant a complete monopoly on diagnosing and treating to doctors who are licensed to do so. And you should have a license because prescribing medication can be very dangerous, not to mention surgery. We don't even want to go into that direction. But so diagnosing, treating, writing prescriptions is a is dangerous. And 
can cause a lot of harm. Matter of fact, it kills over 250,000 people a year. Medical mistakes, Vanessa had made it to be up to over 400,000 a year just in the United States alone. That, I mean, resulting in it's death. It's like the third leading cause of death. It's the third leading cause of death. But if you go to the CDC, you won't see it even listed. You'll see mm-hmm. heart disease, cancer, diabetes, and so on, right down the list. You will mm-hmm. not see it. And yet it is the third. So we grant a complete monopoly to those licenses. Do, that. do we want any parts of that system? We want no parts of that system. We want to mm-hmm. use our data analysis for what needs improvement. Are your hormones balanced? Cortisol to DHA ratio, for instance. Physicians aren't trained in that. They're not going to look at cortisol to DHA ratio, which tells us if you're catabolic or not. It tells us if your body's breaking down or building up. Cortisol is the breakdown, catabolic hormone. DHEA is the anabolic, build the body up hormone. They need to be mm-hmm. in balance or you're going to be in a catabolic state. Well, that's a good thing to know about a person, don't you think? If you're interested Absolutely. in a holistic lifestyle and yeah. uh, getting them on the right track, and then you could even measure it later and see see how they're doing. And and we do we do track uh, symptoms and all these things, but we look at that cortisol DHA ratio. We look at estrogen to progesterone ratio. Where, where do you want that ratio to be? Uh, well, it depends on the lab. It depends on how they're measuring it and what what their uh, their parameters are. But you want it to be balanced. So it depends on the lab. You can't say one to one or five to one. I've seen tests where it's nine to one. But you, you want it to be balanced, so you have plenty of DHEA. What happens to people under stress is their cortisol goes up, and their DHEA doesn't go up accordingly. It actually can go down, which means later on when you can't produce that much cortisol, it could actually look low, but it's still high in relationship to the DHEA. This is really simple stuff that we teach in my course, but um, and it's where, where anyone can learn. People just take my course just because they want to work on themselves. And then they end up yeah. finding, out, hey, this is a great profession. You can make a good living doing it. But, but yeah. so no, things like but, so we we do mostly saliva testing of the hormones, the cortisol, DHA, all the sex hormones, and, and melatonin. And uh, there's another one. Uh, it's not a hormone, but a secretory IgA that looks at your immune system. You're looking at overreactive, underreactive, chronic uh, immune problems, acute immune problems. And again, we're not looking to label the disease and write a prescription. We're looking to say, hey, you know, your your SIG A is really chronically low here. So you probably don't have a very good mucosal barrier. You, you've heard that uh, 80% of your immune system is in the gut, right? Yeah. So secretory immunoglobulin A is the main ingredient that defends you against uh all comers, you know, any bacteria, mm-hmm. the, these things. Um, so we find people who have this high cortisol to each ratio have low, low CIGA. Low CIGA causes uh, uh, pro-inflammatory situations, leaky gut. Now you've got antigen penetration. So you've got um, a clogged liver. You've also got uh, dysbiosis now. So you don't have uh, good digestion, especially of protein. And then it just cascades from there. So all of these dots that I just, you know, I just kind of connected some dots for you. We're not looking at one yeah. thing to treat it. Oh, SIG A is low. Here's some SIG A. You, can't, yeah. you, can, you can get immunoglobulin shots, but it, it, they don't really work. So, so we don't treat the paper. It's here's what, how you need to live 
to restore all of these functions to normal, the hormones, the immune system, digestion, detoxification. You know, people are showing up I love it. with all of these conditions. And I guess it's selective hearing. Like if you're a gastroenterologist, you hear those symptoms. And if you're a, a neuroendocrinologist, you hear those. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, I dealt with that before. Or, yeah, I know what to do with that. We're going to test mm-hmm. the prescription. You know, so yeah. we don't have selective hearing. We just look at it all as, you know, contrib- metabolic chaos or contributors to metabolic chaos. And as I we dig explain, it, I dig it. And you gave a good, I get excited. No, no, I'm sorry. I, I cut you well, off. No. I didn't mean to. My apologies. <laughs> no, so FDN is a process of, of identifying obstacles to healing and mm-hmm. then creatively overcoming those obstacles. So if it's uh, parasites, bacteria, funguses, viruses, people can go get a prescription or they can self-treat those with treatments that have been around for mm-hmm. thousands of years for the most part. The same thing with the leaky gut and the hypothyroid and the, all these things have things people can do. And then if we do uncover some true vital void that is downward spiraling, we're happy to refer to a physician. You find some... Uh, downward spiraling vital void that that um, where the downward spiral is very contracted. Well, then mm-hmm. the innovations we make, we, we don't have enough time to capitalize on them. So healing takes time. So if you're in a real s- severe, uh, speedy downward spiral, you need intervention. That's what doctors are for. Mm-hmm. We work hand in hand. If I ever sound sort of anti. Doctor, I'm not. I love doctors. I just don't like the system that they're handcuffed in. <laughs> for sure, for sure. No, I'm I'm loving this. And like you brought up some great points. You've mentioned hypothyroidism a number of times. And like one of the things that we've observed with some clients is, and you know, my both my mom and my dad had a, a metal that you know used to be in the thermometers that was put in their mouth, right? And and it's what's yeah. responsible for like. Be, being you know the mad hatter from alice in wonderland it's like it's because yeah. like the the haberdasheries and stuff they'd use this stuff and then and then they've been putting it in people's mouths for for decades and yeah. we've seen time and time again that when that's the case that throws off your hormonal balance and your your hormonal sensitivity and if you just said okay we're looking at your thyroid and your hypothyroid we're going to give you thyroid hormones but you haven't investigated why is that taking place? Perhaps do you have a neurotoxin in your mouth? Do we need to address that and help chelate that from the body? Then you're really not doing the person any favors. You're just kind of, yeah, yeah. You're, you're giving them exogenous hormones, basically. Well, yeah, and we do, we do a lot of investigation. The, uh, the heavy metals isn't the first test we run. Uh, we, so we go through this hormone with the saliva testing, the immune system, there's some of that's in the saliva test. We use a urine test that covers uh, indican uh, lipid peroxides, 8-hydroxydeoxyguanosine, and um, urinary bile acids. So that's a mouthful there. But we look at what we're looking at is digestion, dysbiosis, and uh, liver congestion. And so uh, we can tell a lot about a person and those those are healing opportunities. Those are, those are not diagnoses for which you'd get a prescription. And um, yeah, so so they're just things people can take control of. We also use a blood spot test, which makes it really convenient. So 
most people don't like going and getting their blood drawn. And it's inconvenient. Mm-hmm. And there's some tests that, you know, you, you might want to look at something in the blood, but you couldn't get someone to go get the test four times in a day. You know, saliva, we could take throughout the day, morning, noon, mm-hmm. afternoon, nighttime. We could look at the circadian rhythm, do stuff you just can't do with blood. And it doesn't work as well with urine either because that's more of an average. Saliva is the bioavailable at that time of day. You know, mm-hmm. whatever they are within a half an hour, we have the bioavailable levels, what your body's actually using. There's no nothing bound up by the sex hormone binding globulins and all these different things. So saliva, urine, same thing. The metabolites there are very, very pure. What we're looking for, uh, we can see it right there. And then in, uh, in the blood spot means you could prick your finger and drip blood out onto a blotter. And then, so it's really easy to do at home and it's cheap. And the mailing, you can mail it right back to the lab and get things like zonulin levels. You know what zonulin is? It's, that's your right. leaky that's your leaky fluid basically it opens up all the tight junctures and you end up with leaky gut, leaky brain, uh, you know, lots of, lots of leakiness. You might just put it that way. Again, I don't want to use diagnosis. triggered a lot by glyphosate and, and, and a grain based diet or eating different yeah, grains. It, it can be. And I mean, glyphosate is not good for anybody. Grains aren't good for um, a lot of people. And um, some people say they're not good for anybody. But there, mm-hmm. there are tribes that have done very well on green, so I, I don't completely agree with that. Depends on the green in the tribe and how pure to that tribe are you. And even if you are pure to that tribe, have you not been sort of adulterated by the 80,000 chemicals in the environment and intermarriage and, and the other things? So so um, there, there's a lot of factors. But what you mentioned thyroid. There's a lot of reasons your thyroid could be low, that there's nothing wrong with your thyroid. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with your thyroid. It's not producing thyroid hormone for a reason. Mm-hmm. One of them could just be the amount of stress you're under and what happens to the the signals that go to the thyroid. They get um, disrupted. You get poor signaling to the thyroid. So it just sits there and doesn't make your uh, enough metabolic hormone for you. It doesn't keep your metabolism up high. And it might even be a defense mechanism. If you're under so much stress, wouldn't your body want to protect itself and maybe hibernate a little bit and conserve mm-hmm. resources? Well, if you're cranking up the thyroid, you're not conserving resources. So the body might actually slow it down on purpose. It's just the, it's just the normal reaction. There's nothing wrong with your thyroid. You don't need you don't need thyroid hormone. Now, it's not a medical opinion, you have to say. Uh, you just need to get back to normal, quote unquote. Normal. Totally. No, this is awesome. So would you say, I mean, are your, are your top three tests? So guys, if you're, if you're enjoying this episode, you're getting value from Reed in this conversation, share it, share it, share it up, friends, family, people you work with. Um, if you want to get these labs, you can go to fdntraining.com slash biohacking secrets and, um, and pick them up. Reed, would you say that your, your top three tests are the hormone saliva test? the urine test that you mentioned and the blood spot test? Yeah, I would. I'd say those are our foundational tests and because it will tell us an awful lot about sort of what's gone wrong and what are the healing opportunities. Um, but we also run two other tests on just about every person. We always run the food sensitivity test. Never found anyone without some food sensitivities. And then, now it doesn't mean they're always the, the major culprit and why you feel crappy, but sometimes they are the culprit 
So that lady who I, I mentioned, you know, she was had the hives and on medication for it and got mm-hmm. fat and couldn't couldn't work out and take hot showers even on the meds and her life was ruined. I had another uh, lady coming in the office and her she she was doing well and she says, "Do you work with children?" Well, I raised four and I had a uh, I coached football for fifteen years, so yeah, I worked with a lot of youth football. You know, love yeah. that. And I said, yeah, I work with a lot of kids. Why? Well, they want to put my son on drugs at school because he's kind of misbehaving, acting up. Right, right. This is, again, almost 20 years ago. And uh, I said, you mean there's a doctor at school? No, the teachers want to put him on drugs. Like not even going through a doctor. The teacher said he needs Ritalin. Teacher. (laughs) And I'm like, well, they're not qualified to say that, but let me ask you, do you think your son has a Ritalin deficiency? That was right. trying to be funny, you know, and she yeah. didn't laugh. She goes, no, <laughs> I, I think there's something else going on. And I just wonder, can you, can you help him? I said, I don't know, but let's run some labs and see. With th- three weeks after we got his lab reports and changed his lifestyle a little bit, or maybe even a lot, but changed it. Three weeks afterwards, the principal of that school called me, tracked me down, and said, what would you put Billy on? He thought it was just, <laughs> we gave him some some alternative drug or something. Yeah, yeah. We didn't put him on anything. We got him off the dyes and the food colorings and the chemicals and the sugar and all the stuff that were irritating his nervous system that made it impossible for him to pay attention and, you know, it, it encourages outbursts and poking at the other kids and things like that. As soon as we got right. him his, him back to, quote, unquote, normal, healthy, eating and going to bed and some other things, you know, um, he was fine. There was nothing wrong with that boy. He didn't That's have awesome. a real deficiency. Right. So uh, just. Just like most people don't have antidepressant deficiencies. Yeah, you have a Prozac deficiency. Uh, so I got put on Prozac at so nineteen. We, I'm I'm all too familiar. I think it's the ultimate biohacking for your for your audience uh, uh, running the left. There's lots of other biohacking secrets. Um, I know about the gizmos and the wearables and the things you put your head in and lay down on and put on your chest while you're sleeping and all that stuff is wonderful. There's a lot of new innovation and experimentation things, and um, I'm happy to see it. Um, I go to the Biohackers Congress. Uh, I've been to three or four of those um, speaking there. But you know what I speak about is good old-fashioned lab testing. Maybe I shouldn't call it old-fashioned, but but it's like biohacking with your own bodily fluids. Totally. And, and you're in control. The consumer is in control. Um, you run the lab. That's huge. We'll we'll tell you what yeah that's the thing and we'll we'll tell you what they mean we'll do a data analysis no medical diagnosis here's what's going on and actually here's some suggestions on how you can uh, improve those things I, I love it so you've mentioned you've mentioned four out of your top five tests you said yeah, you the, also the, get the last one would be we do stool testing uh, and we look at a lot of things there too. You can look obviously at the bugs, all the bacteria, and uh, you can see fungus and, and parasites and all these things. Um, some of those are actually pretty virulent. You need to find out, hey, this is not good. Others are just kind of a part of a dysbiosis. They're not necessarily bad, but if there are too many of them compared to the other ones, it's not a good thing. So you look at the microbiome that way, but you can also look at um, immune markers and uh, digestive markers and 
things through through the stool. So again, we're not using one test for one thing. These tests are well designed. Matter of fact, one of them I designed uh, after twenty years of figuring out. I finally got a lab out of out of Toronto to run it for me, and um, run it on everybody. And so, so what I'm getting at is that it's looking at the dots and then connecting the dots all together. So you might, yeah. you can't get it from one lab. You need to run multiple labs to connect. What's, to what's the test that you designed? Well, I was very influential in the, uh, the fluids IQ's new stress and hormone panel. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's not just a standard circadian rhythm. It's got the sex hormones we want, plus melatonin, plus secretory IgA, and yeah, that is, is a custom panel for sure. No, no this one is so dope. I know. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I love the work that you're doing, and and thank you for doing it, Reed. Like this is super innovative, and there's there's so many people that are health practitioners, or or you know what I mean, help people with their health, and and this is a, a massive tool for them to be able to utilize to get those data points to empower them to help their clients more effectively and more efficiently. And, and I know like, I want to be respectful of your time um, and, and kind of land this plane. It, 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 guys, if you want to get these tests, you know, the five that we mentioned, the hormone saliva test, the urine test, the blood spot test, the food sensitivity test, the stool testing, go to fdntraining.com forward slash biohacking secrets, um, share this episode up. And then read, if you're, if you're up for it, like you, you got like a, two to three minutes rapid fire round and then we'll kind of yeah, man, close things out. It. I'm always scared right. my interviewers do this, but yeah. All right. All right. I like, it. so first and foremost, uh, da, 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 da. any, any thoughts on deuterium as it relates to accelerated aging, like deuterium levels in water. Is that something that's been on your radar or, or not so much? And you can uh, just say that's <laughs> not so much because I drink only purified water and I, I highly recommend purified water only, you shouldn't drink tap water. I I, even, I have a well. I live way out in the country. There's no water uh, out here. So I'm on a well. I've had my well fully analyzed um, and and keep keep track of that. You know, I have two 5,000-gallon tanks, and I have purifiers in the house. So now, what, do you, what do you use to purify it? I, I use right now reverse osmosis. Okay. And then do you remineralize after? No, but I do take minerals. I, I have my formulas that I used, uh, which are based on my metabolic type. So remember I said everyone's got genetic requirements and they're mm-hmm. bred in your bones. So whatever the soil had in it when you were 50,000 years ago, um, you need more of that kind of balance of nutrients. So there's ways to figure that out. And I take my son. 100% dope. Um, the, what do you eat on a daily basis? Man, uh, it depends on if, uh, you know, I try not to eat a lot in the day, but I eat a good meal every night. I make sure I get, I'm a meat and vegetables guy. I don't do starches. I don't do bread. I uh, don't do alcohol very much, you know, very, very occasional. And I feel great. Um, so, yeah, I eat, I eat my, according to my metabolic type. So I'm a fast oxidizer, parasympathetic dominant, and I eat in ways to keep that all balanced up. I love it. So I came I don't eat a lot during the day. That, that yeah, me, kind of, me neither. Yeah, you keep your weight down. You want to you want to keep being in good shape. You can't you can't just consume all the time for you know uh, no snacking. For sure, for sure. I saw something interesting that uh, you know cholecalciferol, the 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 main ingredient in a lot of these vitamin D supplements, is also in rat poison. 
And, uh, and, and I was curious, what are your thoughts on vitamin D supplementation versus getting your vitamin D from the sun? Again, if you live above the 39th parallel, you're not getting enough uh, from the sun. Fortunately, I live in Southern California, and my wife lives in Cabo San Lucas at the tip oh, of the nice. But yeah, so I, I go down there all the time. I'm going tomorrow, you know, and I, I spend a lot of time uh, in, in sunshine. And uh, But I also eat my fish and other foods that contain those things. Um, I'm not taking a supplement right now. The last time I checked was about two months ago, and I was in the, the very high end of the range. So you want to be in the high end of the range, especially with uh, certain little things that have been going around for a couple of years. For sure, for sure. What What are your workouts like? What do you? How, how do you exercise? Twice a week, I have a trainer come over, and we work out pretty hard for an hour. And then other than that, I, I live on, you know, four acres of very steep terrain, with lots of trails around. So I hike, but I, I do manual labor twice. I mean, for two hours, almost every single day. So um, I start early. My dad told me early to bed, early to rise, work like hell and advertise. That's great. But I'm wow. up at work by, you know, four thirty, five o'clock. I work till noon or one. I, I got in my eight hours, you know, when people are just having lunch, I go outside and play. I have a tractor. I have all kinds of equipment attachments. I'm I've planted over two thousand plants on my property, like big cactus and stuff. Like I'm talking monsters. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, we're building brick walls like with natural stone here on the property. Um, no, this is awesome. thousands of stone. So so I, I still work hard, and then then I work out with my trainer um, twice a week. It, it seems to be all right. I'll, I have a treadmill in my den. And I get on that a couple of times a week, but not for long periods of time. I, I generally do my sprints there. So yeah. another one of the most important things you could do for that E exercise is work out really hard to a point of where you're supra aerobic, like where you're running out of breath, mm-hmm. you stop, and then you do it again. You're sprinting, basically. No, I love it. And then, um, your cardiopulmonary, you know, the heart lung connection. Yeah. Huge. No, th- th- totally, totally. Uh, last one. Outside of the labs, I mean, I know, I know the labs are, are your favorite biohack, right? And getting that dialed in. Outside of the labs, what's your favorite biohack or tool that that you utilize or or recommend to uh, clients? You know, believe it or not, it's it's really a simple thing. They're they're right here in my desk somewhere. I, I wear the blue blocker glasses a lot. If I am on my mm-hmm. computer, like I'll come back to my computer and check email and stuff at nighttime. And, uh, but I go to bed at eight 30, you know, but, but I wear my blue blockers and they're, they're sitting right on my other table over there. So I nice. think blue blockers are a great hack, you know, um, keep the blue light down from TV and all these things. Um, I love it. I, love I can it. wear no, them when I'm out and about. They look pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's great. Do you, do you do anything with like your Wi-Fi? Do you, do you unplug it? Do you, oh, man, do you I, got Wi-Fi? Blanket, I got the Wi-Fi blanket. I got the Wi-Fi uh, absorber under my bed. I've got the plug-in things all over the house. Um, so, yeah, I think that's huge. And and you should turn everything off at nighttime. Uh, I don't always do it. But I put these things on my uh, meters. I bought these things mm-hmm. for, that you put next to your meters that scatter the um, – mm-hmm the Wi-Fi and the uh, ultra, ultra magnetic frequency, you know, Where, where'd you get those? I bought them from the company. Some lady came out to my house and assessed the whole thing. And she was, she was one of my 
students. I could look her up. She might be a good guest for you guys to have her come on and talk about electromagnetic so. frequency. So EMF, yeah, yeah I, I think that's important to to avoid. Radiation, you know. Um, totally. Keep some iodine pills around and stuff like that. I love it. I love it. Guys, if you've enjoyed this conversation with Reed, uh, share it. And uh, and if you want to get the labs that we've discussed, go to fdntraining.com slash biohacking secrets. Uh, Reed, this has been one of my favorite interviews in recent memory. I really appreciate all the work that that you're doing and the innovation and, and how you're empowering uh, other you. people to help to help uplift humanity and get this stuff dialed in. So thank you so much, brother. Yeah, this we is, got this the same amazing. Mission. Same mission. Absolutely. Help people be willing to walk the talk. There's only two requirements I have for anybody that wanted to be in my course. Do you want to help other people? Are you willing to walk the talk? That's it. Yeah. Then sign up. I love it. FDNtraining.com slash biohacking secrets. Reed Davis, you're uh, you're a warrior. I appreciate you, brother. And uh, thank you so much for your hey, time. Thanks. Takes one to know one, bro. As you may already be aware, my specialty is working with entrepreneurs, Olympic athletes, executives, and high achievers to help them unlock ultimate performance in body, mind, and spirit. If you want to lose fat, build muscle, activate untapped brain energy, and feel 10 to 15 years younger, my proprietary coaching process is the secret behind many of the world's top performers. Here's how it works. Over 24 weeks, I will walk you step-by-step through a personalized process that utilizes your blood work to build you a custom game plan for taking your physical and mental performance to their maximum potential. I believe in testing, not guessing, and have proven time and again that personalized results crush anything that you could achieve following the one-size-fits-all cookie-cutter programs that litter the internet. With regular one-on-one coaching calls, I'll guide you through a personalized process for achieving massive, unparalleled results in your life. My proprietary process includes blood labs, testing, and advanced health diagnostic tools, upgrading your metabolic engine, personalizing your nutrition, optimizing your sleep, upgrading your cognition with brain-targeted supplements, smart drugs, and peptides, balancing your hormones, building strength and muscle mass, detoxing heavy metals, pesticides, and toxic chemicals that can slow you down, building resilience and bulletproofing yourself against stress, integrating time-restricted eating uh, through advanced fasting protocols, increasing oxygenation and supercharging your immunity, and of course, tracking and monitoring your progress with science-based tools and expert accountability. We also leverage personalized biohacks that will help you to achieve your physique and cognitive goals faster than you thought possible. And on top of all that, for a limited time, I'm offering three special bonuses that you get to choose based on your desired results. So you pick three from the following five options. Bonus option number one, upgrade sexual health, libido, and performance. Bonus option number two, get rid of pain and recover like an athlete. Bonus option number three, get rid of parasites, candida, Lyme, mold, and chronic fatigue. Bonus option number four, 
get more youthful looking skin, thicker hair, and healthier nails. And bonus option number five, fix your gut and optimize digestion, which ties in very well with bonus option number three. There's no faster, more effective way to tap into your full potential, get in the best shape of your life, and have your brain consistently firing on all cylinders. To apply for one of these limited half-off spots, go to www.biohackercoaching.com, B-I-O-H-A-C-K-E-R-C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G.com, fill out the short form and grab a time for us to talk. Full disclosure, I'm offering half off in part because we're building some cool new case studies and success stories that we can showcase in a infomercial style project that we're working on. So if you're at all on the fence, I encourage you to fill out the short form and grab a time for a free consultation with me to see if it's a fit. After you've applied, you can also text me to request to have your application moved to the front of the line. And that number is 847-989-3743.